Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I was so intrigued, but not the least bit surprised to hear this. Uh, it's getting a fair amount of attention online. Somebody dug up a study from 1991, which sounds like a long time ago, but if you're in middle age, it doesn't seem like a long time ago at all. We had cars and computers. Nirvana. Nirvana, among other things. Um, but this uh, study is published in the Journal of the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry by a couple of female psychiatrists uh, showed that um, uh, of mothers of boys with gender dysphoria, which now, of course, is all the rage. Everybody's transgender now. Uh, of those moms in 1991, more than half of them qualified as having borderline personality disorder. The moms the, did. The mothers. Yes. Does that not ring kind of true if you're not f- familiar with uh, BPD? I barely am. I've read about it so many times, and I still don't quite understand it. It's a personality disorder characterized by a long-term pattern of intense and unstable interpersonal relationships, distorted sense of self, and strong emotional reactions. Those affected often engage in self-harm and other dangerous behaviors, often due to their difficulty with returning their emotional level to a healthy, normal baseline. They may also struggle with disassociation, a feeling of emptiness, and a fear of abandonment. Also, there are many, many mothers of transgender children in particular who are absolutely identifiable as uh, suffering from or perpetrating Munchausen syndrome, where they invent a malady or a disease or a condition in their child, which then they are a hero for confronting and helping the child overcome. Mm. 
you see this with with parents who convince their kid and shave their head that they have cancer and the rest of it. Not just the scumbags who are raising money, but or they poison their kid and then nurse them back to health. It is a sick, sick sickness. But the more you look into this, the more this rings true. And interestingly enough, they talked to uh, a practicing psychologist about this, and she pointed out, yet another woman, I suspect that if this study were conducted today, the results would be similar, if not more pronounced, since fundamental motivators of human behavior can remain thematically similar over time, but the social incentives to have a non-cisgendered child, never use that term, uh, and are likely greater than 30 years ago. That said, a newer study... Well, are, anyway. what, are you kidding? By a gazillion multiples... Right. It's more likely so now, now than then. So now it's super hot, and there's practically no downside to, to, to claim, yeah, my little boy is transgender because I, I saw him playing with a doll once, and so I helped him to understand he's transgender, and now I'm helping him transition. And they get all the praise as being a hero. He's known since he was six months. Right, exactly. And so you got the combination of borderline personality disorder and Munchausen's, and you've got this enormous incentive for crazy ladies to indulge in this. Which brings us to wow, crazy, this New York... Crazy ladies, you say? Oh, yeah. I'll stand by that. A uh, New York man said his ex-wife forced their young son to transition from a boy to a girl during their divorce. Oh, my Despite God. dad's pros- protest that his son never wanted to be a girl in the first place. That would be, I can't imagine hardly a bigger nightmare situation than that six figures of lawyers years of battling then he gets the notice from school that uh his 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 son jimmy whatever his name is now lucinda or what have you um and although he still has visitation rights he has no say over the medical decisions uh cut to ironic chase a year after the court battle ended he says the now nine-year-old is living living happily as a boy Quote, suddenly he has no desire to be a girl, adding that he's trying to get custody again, but he's teetering on bankruptcy. He never had a desire to be a girl. It was a delusion his mom pushed on him. No one ever considered the psychological impact of socially transitioning a five-year-old boy. They had a treatment before diagnosis. I will always love my son, whoever he wants to be, but this wasn't his choice. It was choice. It was forced upon him. God, you could convince a five-year-old of anything. Yes, absolutely anything. And it's on you, not them. Brief note that Colorado lawmakers are weighing legislation to require the state's public and charter schools to socially transition any gender-confused student by adopting that child's preferred name and pronouns, enshrining that in the law. And then finally, I'll continue dipping in and out of this story as the weeks go by. The New York Times, with a long, prominent piece... Entitled, as kids, they thought they were trans, now they no longer do. And they highlight quite a few different youngsters who are rushed into this craze of gender transition, a cruel and experimental set of procedures. And I see the the writers of this trying, and I appreciate it. Um, They're trying to drag their friends on the left along without running them off. And so they phrase a lot of the stuff in ways I never would. Wow, you think, see that's, working. you think that's what's going on at the New York Times? They've soured on this phenomenon, and they're trying to bring along their woke friends. At least these writers and the editors that approve the story are clearly doing that. Wow, yeah. that's interesting. Here's, 
let me hit you with a couple of chunks of it, and, and you can react however you want. Uh, they're they're talking about uh, this gal who's been involved in the field for a long time, um, founding psychologist of the first pediatric gender clinic in the U.S. Says when she first started her practice in 07, most of her patients had long-standing and deep-seated gender dysphoria. Transitioning clearly made sense for almost all of them, and any mental health issues they had were generally resolved through gender transition. Quote, and this is one of the leaders in the field, but that is just not the case anymore. Uh, As far as I can tell, there are no professional organizations who are stepping in to regulate what's going on. Most of her patients, she said, now have no history of childhood gender dysphoria. Uh, Others refer to this phenomenon with some controversy as rapid onset gender dysphoria, in which adolescents, particularly tween and teenage girls, express gender dysphoria despite never having done so when they were younger. Frequently, they have mental health issues unrelated to gender. So this expert... Obviously, 100% believes this is a real thing in human beings, but just not even close to the uh, how often it occurs as it is now. Oh, yeah. In fact, yeah, she would describe it as exceedingly rare, and you should move very slowly and carefully toward any medical anything. Then here's another guy, former head of the Child and Adolescent Committee for the World Professional Association for Transgender Health. So he's down with the whole transgender thing. He said, or I'm sorry, it's a she. Um, You have to take time to really assess what's going on and hear the timeline and get the parent's perspective in order to create an individualized treatment plan. Many providers are completely missing that step. So these are are like the heavyweights of the field screaming, "Whoa, it's a it, these are kids who've made a like a a quickie decision and you're rushing them through a process that ought to be extremely slow and careful." Uh where is the other part that I wanted to highlight? Um Oh, this do you want a dead son or a live daughter? Right, right. Talking about that whole, it's it's a trope. It's a dishonest trope of That's the, blackmail. you've got to do this or they'll kill themselves. It's it emotional blackmail. blackmail. Yeah, you're right. And they go into in a fair amount of detail how that's utterly not borne out by the by the data. And it is causing people to do the very things we were just talking about you shouldn't do. Rush through things without a history, without addressing the other emotional problems. Um, and, and it's, they pile evidence on evidence, testimony on testimony in the New York Times. It, this is an ironclad and heavyweight argument against the current situation. And I haven't seen it echoed. I have not seen it reprinted. I have not seen it quoted. Here's the, I'll, I'll end the screen in a second, but I wanted to hit you with this. I finally found it. Um, Progressives often portray the heated debate over childhood transgender care as a clash between those who are trying to help growing numbers of children who express what they believe their genders to be and conservative politicians who won't let kids be themselves. But, writes the New York freaking Times, right-wing demagogues are not the only ones who have inflamed this debate. Yeah, excuse me, if I think cruel, misguided, permanent medical experiments are being run on little children by ideological extremists, and I'm uh, speaking out forcefully against it, I don't think that's demagoguing anything. I don't think I'm demagoguing when I say, don't starve and burn your children with cigarette butts. 
I don't think I'm demagoguing anything when I say don't beat your child. Anyway, transgender activists have pushed their own ideological extremism, especially by pressing for a treatment orthodoxy that has faced increased scrutiny in recent years. Under that model of care, clinicians are expected to affirm a young person's assertion of gender identity and even provide medical treatment before or even without exploring other possible causes of distress. This case is closed, friends. It's closed for anybody, including for the love of of journalism, the New York Times. It's closed for anybody who's willing to honestly confront it. That's interesting. I haven't heard about this. Seems like a big deal. You'd think it would have echoed like crazy. You'd think it'd be, you know, reprinted and discussed all over the place. But no, that's that's how strong the DEI orthodoxy is right now. That's how much mind share and fear they have generated in people and or your soft heads. For some reason, a picture of the chicks on The View popped into my head. Perhaps because they're the ultimate example of this, you know, borderline stupidity disorder where they have been so convinced sheep-like as they are that to be a good person you advocate for gender affirming care that they can't even hear even their own ideological brethren brethren say this is a huge mistake this is terrible and it is terrible end of screen armstrong and getty If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.